It's time for Outside the Box with Lincoln Stars head coach Rocky Russo and Lincoln Stars broadcaster Joel Norman on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Well, for the first time since May, we're talking Lincoln Stars hockey here on Outside the Box on 93.7 The Ticket. Thanks again for joining us for a new season of it, the third year we've been doing it. I'm Joel Norman, joined by the head coach of the Lincoln Stars, Rocky Russo. And Rocky, obviously a new field, a new studio this year. I feel like we really, they've really elevated their game with this. This is this is pretty awesome. It's unbelievable. I, you know, I, DP's been talking about this. It's been in the works for a long time and, and, uh, you know, just as a fan of his and and the ticket and what he's built here with obviously his wife and, and the incredible staff that they have here. But to see it come to fruition, to be here on their their grand opening night and and to be able to have our show tonight is uh, is really special. I'm humbled that that they were uh, they were able to have us involved on, on special such a special occasion for for 93.7 and and uh, for Derek especially. Yeah, and for those of you who are the regular listeners, you're probably thinking, wait a second, this is a Thursday night, Lincoln Stars hockey. We will be normally doing the Tuesdays. Uh, they'll begin two Tuesdays from now, but you know, with the special occasion, it felt really fitting to move the show here tonight, and we're really excited to be part of this. Yeah, I mean, we're sitting here on on O Street. The the view of the the traffic going by, the uh, the new cameras, the new lighting, obviously. You can get a cup of coffee in the in the uh, lobby here with with the mill. I mean, what an incredible setup that uh, that uh, a lot of foresight went into this and and thought and and uh, this is really the the evolution and the next step that uh, DP always had in mind and and uh, he was so passionate about it. I remember the first meeting that that I had with him and uh, you know he was talking about all of these things that have come to fruition and in the last two plus years since I've been in Lincoln. And uh, it's really cool to, to be a part of it, obviously, and, and then to sit on the, the sidelines and, and see some of this stuff really uh, just come alive. Yeah, really exciting. Really grateful to 93.7 The Ticket, DP, everyone here for making us a part of this as well. Uh, glad, glad to have Harrison behind the controls once again, and happy to have you listening. We'd love to have you be part of the show. Whether you got questions for Rocky, we will have a couple of players coming on later, Keaton Peters and Justin Varner. Text us on the Sarter Hammond text line, at 402-464-5685. You can also give us a call on the same number, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. So, Rocky, let's break it down here. It's been a couple of weeks since the Stars last played, but uh, it's going to be pretty exciting a couple of nights from now when they do take the ice again. The home opener, you've done this twice before. I imagine, regardless, though, whether it's your third year, whether you know you, you get a few more years, however long you are here, it's going to be something you probably look forward to every single season but let me ask you about this. What do you love the most about the home opener ahead of this Saturday's game? First of all, I, I feel like we just finished. Right? Like, didn't we just finish <laughs> right? in the, the the end of May or whatever it was? And, you know, the summer was just a blur. And, and now we're already through training camp. We've already been here a month. We've been here a month today. Um, so it's it's kind of crazy to, to think about that we're already a month into, uh, into this season. But... Uh, you know, I'm excited for for the home opener here in in my third season uh, with the Stars, and I'm not sure how, how I've already gotten to third to season three, but uh, here we are. And and uh, you know, I take nothing for granted. I I um, 
I'm very appreciative, and I say this a million times. I'm, I'm just full of gratitude and appreciation for the opportunity to be the head coach of the Lincoln Stars. And God willing, I'm here for many, many more years. And, and uh, we love Lincoln. We love the Stars. We love the community and the fans and the people that are here. And, um, you know, it's it gives me chills to, to step on that bench, especially home opener, first first uh, time kind of introducing a new group of Stars to uh, – to our fans and our community and, and uh, introducing stars hockey to, to those players, because it's one thing to play games in Pittsburgh. It's one thing to play some exhibition games. It's a whole nother thing to experience what it's like to, to be on the ice and, and to be a part of that intro and be a part of, of a home game here in the ice box. And uh, I think that's when you officially become a, a full-time member of, of the stars family and, and all of our guys are going to get indoctrinated on uh, Saturday night. First thing starts is them getting all introduced one by one. I think that's great. You give every guy the little spotlight and then the real fun, the star drop off after that. And, you know, Rocky, for me, last year was my first year, and I kept being told that first couple weeks I was there, just wait till we have the star drop. Just wait until that. And it lived every bit up to the hype. That first night we did it last year against Sioux Falls, and I'm really excited just to see that again. It's that moment where uh, every time I see that, the thing that I think about during the star drop is, is, how do you play in that building as the opposing team after that? <laughs> it's it's not an easy building to play in, and and that's why, you know, uh, a couple years ago, Lori texted me before our, an exhibition game and was like, hey, uh, do you want to do the intro and the star drop and everything? And I said, absolutely not. Like, that's that's reserved for, for home opening night, and, and the guys get that first taste of it. Now, they do get they get a taste of it, during main camp mm-hmm. because we have our player intro meeting at the ice box and we go through our intro and we do drop the star, but there's no fans, there's no ice. There's, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a, a, of a feel of what it's like. You can see it on YouTube. We probably should actually yeah. uh, update that. If you go to YouTube, that intro is old. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, with technology and the cameras that we have now, we could probably film that and get a pretty awesome look and and uh, include that in our recruiting video. And um, but this is the first opportunity for our guys to experience it. Our fans are excited. I can I can tell, and and I've done a lot of media and and uh, uh, interaction with uh, with the news throughout the course of the week. There's a lot of buzz for the group this year, as there should be, because we had a great year last year and. Um, you know, Western Conference finalists and, you know, a couple bad bounces away from being in the Clark Cup finals. So uh, excited for, for our group and excited for a, a fresh slate and a new opportunity. Glad you brought that up. Just the excitement with this team. And a lot of that has been your work these last two years, Rocky. Your 72 wins in your first two seasons on the bench for the Stars, the second most in franchise history. So really impressive. First off, congratulations to you for that. That's a lot of hard work that goes into that, and it's impressive uh, impressive resume early on in your star's career, but when you look at those the big expectations for this season, I imagine that's something that you know you, you in a way that's a that's a good thing to be dealing with. You would much rather be in that position where you're thinking, okay, there there is an expectation for us this year, especially with some of the key returners that we've got on this group. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't know that obviously. Um, Steve Johnson is is the standard in the in the Lincoln Stars organization in, in regards to the coaches that have come through here and um, to be whatever it is, six wins behind him in my first two years is is uh, humbling to say the least. And, and uh, 
you know, I, I get credit for those wins, but I've had a lot of really good, uh, help around me and, and, uh, great coaching staff. That's, uh, that's been a, a big part of that and, and support from our general manager and our scouting staff and, and our ownership. And, and that's not something that I take lightly. I I'm very, uh, you know, happy that, that we have such a great supporting staff around us that, that works diligently and, and gives us an opportunity to, uh, to succeed. So, um, you know, and, and, and yeah, you look at our group this year and, and the first thing you think is the same thing we thought last year. How could you possibly replace the likes of Aiden Thompson and Dalton Norris and Joe LeMay and, and that list goes on. Right. And, and, and then you do, and then how could you possibly replace the likes of, Antonio and Mason and Boston and Doug and Cameron and and the whole group from last year, but that's what good recruiting and that's what um, due diligence by our staff and our draft and and our development process. That's what it hopefully does, you know. And and you're not you're not replacing those guys. They've they've moved on to their college uh, opportunities and they're going to do great things at the the NCA level. Now it's a new opportunity for a new bunch of guys. And, and obviously there, that group this year is led by our veterans, right? Raf and, and, and Peters and Larrigan and Yavi and Dashiell and Jimmy. And, you know, the list goes on. Obviously we have a nice group of, of returning players, Adam Kleber, Lucas Massey. And, um, but then we did a nice job of, of integrating some, some guys that have experience, right? Justin Varner that you're going to speak to tonight, two years of experience in the league, alternate captain, 12 goals last year, Clark Cup champion. Uh, Kai Janvria, two years in, in the USHL for the national team development program. Um, you know, Matt Malte, Mason Kesselring, those guys played junior hockey last year. So, you know, they're, yes, they're, they're new to the stars, but they're, you know, in some cases, they're not even new to the league. In other cases, they're they've got junior hockey experience, and then you sprinkle in those young guys that are getting their feet wet for the first time, and and uh, there's a lot of really exciting young guys that our fans are going to get to know soon. Tanner Hendricks and and Jacob Rombach and Aiden Jans, and you know I can go on and on with that group. Jan Shostak, you got to see him obviously play really well in the in the net last uh, last time we were on the ice against the the Chicago Steel. So. I'm really excited about our group. Um, it's a good mix of veterans and young guys. Um, there's there's a good culture that's brewing in there early, which is uh, a very good sign for us for things to come. And and uh, you know we haven't really hit any any adversity yet. We didn't play very well against Green Bay, but we were able to spin that and and turn that into a, a teaching opportunity. But you know we'll find out how how what the group's really made of when things get hard. And uh, you never know when that's going to happen. It it always happens more than once, mm-hmm. and and that first time is is a big time opportunity for us to learn. I thought what was really encouraging was the way we managed from game one to game two. You know, and you and I talked about this in post game uh, conversations and pre game conversations that we didn't play well in that Green Bay game. We made some mistakes. Um, we didn't capitalize on some chances. We had some turnovers. We didn't defend transition. Well, Lucas, you know, probably would want one or two of those back. I mean, there was a a host of things that we didn't do well, but for us to respond the way we did to compete, the way we did against Chicago, to play physical, to really start to, 
uh, commit to our identity and and what our identity is. And as long as I'm here, that's what our identity is going to be is is hardworking and blue collar and where our willingness to just flat out out outwork our, our opponent night in and night out. And, and then obviously within that you integrate the skill and the and the and the the playmaking and all those things but none of that stuff works unless you're willing to put the work boots on and 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 really get after it and i think you've seen with the two years i've been here um if you're a fan that that that's what we like to do and that's what brings our success it was so impressive the response that this team had against chicago it was it would have been really easy to look back at that we can go oh boy you know frustrating game with green bay let's see what we can do the next day but it's like you said, you know, you walk away from the fall classic being like, we, we learned from our mistakes. We learned what we had to do and really left. I, I would think had having a pretty good feeling about this group heading into what turned out to be the bye week last week. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, the, I think, I think I knew what, what we learned when we were there, but, uh, it's, it's good to have it confirmed. And, uh, you know, what I thought was we had a good hardworking team that, that's got a good skill set that that's going to be able to score goals in a number of ways. We haven't seen that yet, um, you know, but we were very much in the early stages of, of our, um, you know, systems and structure. We had done very little special teams work at that time. And, and, you know, I think it kind of showed a little bit with our, our power play and, and, uh, you know, the year before, maybe we were, maybe we were a little bit more prepared from a special teams perspective. Maybe we weren't. And maybe you just had some guys that played a little bit more power play the year before and Doug Grimes and, and Mason Marcellus and Antonio and Buckberger. Those guys were all power play guys the year before. So, um, you know, they, there was kind of a natural transition for them to jump in and, and be successful. But, uh, you know, for us this year, we worked on it very little. We haven't scored a power play goal yet. That's okay. It's not a big deal. We're 0 for 10. We're going to go 0 for 10 a number of times this year. No one's going to notice. <laughs> but when it's the first 10, I think it kind of sticks out yeah. a little bit. But, uh, you know, I, we've given up one power play goal against, and, and uh, our PK looked pretty good, and our 5-on-5, five five, our habits. That's what I really focused on this year in in early season training camp was just good habits and non-negotiables and and doing things the right way consistently all the time and and instilling that in this young group of guys that played played U16 hockey or U15 hockey last year they need to learn how to play in the USHL before we can really dive into some of those other details one of your rockyisms that i really enjoy is that phrase the non-negotiables explain to someone who's maybe a new fan to this team what some of those are without giving away too much obviously for anyone else who's listening explain what some of those non-negotiables are for a lincoln stars player you know when i when i think about a non-negotiable there's there's negotiables there's things that you can come and talk to me about and you might be able to sway me uh, and then there's certain things that that i'm just not going to i'm not going to let up on and i'm 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 going to be very determined that this is the only option that we have. And um, when I say that, it's you're going to finish your checks. You're going to touch pucks first. You're going to you're going to defend in transition. You're going to back check. You're going to be heavy in front of our net. Um, you're you're going to you're going to be hard to play against and physical and, you know, just some detailed and structured and you're going to be accountable to your teammates and and uh you're going to spend positive energy on the things you can control and and you know you're going to be selfless when it comes to to serving your teammates and serving the better the betterment of the organization and 
you know, all that stuff goes hand in hand with, with your culture and, and what you want this organization as a head coach to, to look like, because, you know, when, when you get the opportunity to be a head coach, the, the, the success of the organization and, and the way the organization looks really is reflected on you. And, uh, I think that, that I'm very proud of the way this organization comes across and is presented for the last two years and will continue to be. And, and that's because again, we've done a really nice job recruiting players and, and drafting players. Uh, and then when they get here, they're held to that expectation that was set in year one and, and has continued to thrive as we move through here to year three. One of the things we talked about was that culture you talked about. We said that a lot last year, especially as that was really building at the end of the winter and you mentioned already, I think the coaching staff, you know, maybe bringing those same guys back really helps a lot too, year to year, you know, having Mike and Art again. And I was looking it up recently. This is the first time in about a decade for the Stars that all three coaches, the head coach and both assistants, return for a second year together because you know how it is. This sport, there's a lot of turnover. How big have those two been? You know, having Mike and Art on that staff, I mean, it seems like it's it's, it's been really big for that culture you've talked about. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think very highly of both guys. They're, they're, uh, they're very good coaches. They're good communicators. They're good friends. And, uh, you know, I, I respect them both very much and, and I'm very appreciative of the, the opportunity to have them on staff. I'm, I'm also, um, you know, I'm also realistic of the fact that, you know, they're, they're here to to get the next opportunity at the college or pro level, much like all of our players are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when George got the opportunity to to move on to a, a position that he was really excited about in a place that he was really excited about, George and I had worked together for a long time and we're very close. And, and uh, I was the first one that said, George, you got to go. You got to go. It's, it's great for your family and uh, it's a great opportunity for you and um, I'm, I'm basically kicking you out, you know, and, and, uh, you can always come back, yeah. but, uh, but you got to go and you got to step out and Spread you got to go after it. And, and so I know that time's coming for, for art and for Mike and, and when it does, I'll be excited for them because they're great coaches. They should be sought after coaches at the college level because they would be a great addition to, to any staff at the NCAA level. And, and, uh, you know, one day maybe they're, they're coaching pro hockey, but, uh, you know, for now, I, I know that they're both eager to uh, to be a part of something special here in Lincoln. And, and then once the time's right, uh, they can move on. Let's talk about the guys we're going to have joining us here in a little bit. Uh, Justin Varner and Keaton Pierce. Let's start with Varner. That was the late summer acquisition, middle of August. And obviously the splashy phrase we use you know, with, with him being on this team is the 2023 Clark Cup champion. And it was something that both you and general manager Nick Fabrizio said, you know, it's nice to add a veteran to a younger group. That's something that you really can't say enough about at this level. Having that kind of guy on this team, what excites you the most about having Justin Varner on this group? You know what? I, I think that uh, Varnes is just excited as as we are. I think that as much as he really enjoyed his opportunity and his experience in Youngstown and, and obviously being a part of uh, a big part of winning a Clark Cup, um, this is a fresh opportunity for Justin to uh, take the next step in, in his career and, and uh, to take a big opportunity to play big minutes, play on the power play on a regular basis, continue to be a leader and, and uh, you know, show that, that he is 
a guy that can play a prominent role on a team. And, and that's why we brought him here. You know, he's, he's here to be a difference maker and uh, he's going to have every opportunity to do that. 10 playoff games played for him in his two years in Youngstown. Obviously all these returners have got some playoff experience from last year. So it's gotta be one of those things where I, I think it's, we talked about it before, the hunger of a lot of guys coming back, a lot of guys joining the fold. It's in, you know, you've, you've mentioned this too, the, in the last couple of years, the, the standard has been raised here from where it had been for a little bit before. Yeah, and you know, I I can't speak to what it was like here before I was here. I you can you can just speak to the results, mm-hmm. and and those are the only things that ultimately and and fortunately or unfortunately, because there's times when uh, it's unfortunate, but that's how that's how people get judged based on the results, and and uh, the results where they hadn't been in the playoffs for a while and they hadn't been in the Western Conference Finals since 2012. And, you know, we were able to get back to the playoffs in year one. We were able to get to the Western Conference Finals in year two. And um, I also don't take that for granted. And I know how hard that is. And and I the emotion and the the just the, the, the physical and mental drain of getting there last year was was taxing. Uh, I mean, I remember winning the Waterloo series and, and literally crying because it took every ounce of everything we had to, to win that series. And maybe, maybe that was a little too much for us mentally and emotionally and physically. And, um, you know, and then, and then the way we won game two, the way we lost game one, um, there's so many just little storylines that, that went through it near the end of the, the season last year. But, um, you know, just because we were there last year doesn't mean we're going to be there this year. We have to work. We have to earn it. Uh, the the Every team in this conference, every team in this league is really good. And obviously, now that you've got a year under your belt, you know how, how talented every group in this league is. And so um, you need to be prepared. You need to, you need to be ready to make adjustments on the fly. You need to do everything you can to have your players ready to go. And uh, it, it's a it's a grind. But I'm I'm excited about uh, a fresh opportunity. I, I want to win a Clark Cup. There's no question about that. And um, you know, ultimately, we're going to do everything we can to get there this year. I, I love that you brought up the the little storylines of those last couple of weeks. There were so many moments that I think I had forgotten about. And I got back here, and it's like, oh yeah, that's right. After winning the second round, our coaching staff and ho- everyone with hockey ups immediately went and drafted next year's team. Right in the middle of trying to get ready for Fargo for the Western Cup. Oh yeah! Finals. By the way, the team was on the bus, and our the general manager and the assistant coach and the head coach and the owner stayed behind. Yeah. And the owner was nice enough to drive us to Fargo so we could sleep yeah. because we spent all day drafting. Well, you know, the goalie coach takes the team with the with the athletic trainer to Fargo and. You know, we get into town at one o'clock in the morning and we're up for morning skate the next day. It's just, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. The the way that they set the playoffs up in this crazy. league is is a whole nother level. But, uh, you know, it's it's part of, it's just part of it. It is what it is. And and uh, I wouldn't trade it. You know, I'd, I'd, if, if they set it up differently, I wouldn't complain. But uh, I'd much rather be playing in the Western Conference Finals rather than saying, oh, our season's over and I get to look, kick my feet back and fill, fill main camp up when, when uh, the draft's over. So I'm very, I'm very happy that we were in that situation, but it certainly was a challenge. It was one of those things where both teams, Fargo and us, looked like the players, though they had nothing to do with the drafting. They looked like two teams who had just been part of a draft maybe the day before, like as if they 
were a big part of that as well. I remember the way that game started. It was kind of slow. The crowd was kind of flat. And then the third period happened, of course. But, I mean, just... Uh, well, don't forget the uh, don't forget the, the disallowed goal that should have counted. That's that right. Would have right. given us the one-goal lead, <laughs> and then they scored. After we were on a power play, somehow they managed to be on a five-on-three with right. less than a minute left. Um yeah, I don't really know how all of that happened. Different, <laughs> different series if we get game one. Completely different. Before we go to a break real quick, I mentioned we'd talk about the two guys coming on, Keaton Peters. Touch on him real quick. I, I mean, leading goal scorer who's a returner from a year ago. Uh, Got to be you know a guy you're kind of looking at maybe that top center role or, or second line as well. Yeah, I mean, Keaton, obviously everybody here in Lincoln knows Keaton well. He, he spent... Uh, you know, close to two years with us, joined us a little bit after the season started in, in my first year. And, um, you know, ironically, we, we moved Jack Larrigan down so that we could bring Keaton Peters up and, and now they're, they're here together for, for their second year. And, and so, uh, Jack will also be obviously heavily relied on this year, but Keaton is a guy that, uh, had a really strong first half of the year last year. And, uh, although he was still really effective, he, it didn't show up as much on the score sheet. So, you know, I know that Keaton's eager to uh, to take the next step and and be a more complete, effective player all the time. And and uh, he's really shown that to this point. He's been uh, he's been working really hard. He's setting an example on and off the ice. You can see that he's he's got uh, leadership qualities, and and the guys are looking to him as a as a player that's been here, that's been through it, obviously, two playoff appearances, and, um, you know, playing different roles, and, and accepting and identifying what he could do to help our team win, and uh, and I think that's really important, and, and so when he looks at a guy and says, hey, you know, Varnes too, right? Like, if you, you ask Varnes, he wasn't always playing in the top six last year, but he was a really important part of their team, so if someone's playing bottom six, not playing on the power play, maybe playing living in millet minutes, killing penalties, whatever, early on in their junior career, Keaton can say, I've been there, I've done that. Like, And, and your mm-hmm. role is really important for us if we're going to win because I know how important my role was in my first year and how it expanded and now it's going to continue to expand. Really looking forward to what those two can do with this team. Really looking forward to talking with them in just a moment. We're going to take a quick break. And, and actually, before we do that, I do oh, want to ahead. get to this question before we oh, let okay. go of head coach Rocky Russo of the Lincoln Stars. This one's from Chase B. Uh, and again, a few other unknown texters I want to shout out as well as Gene. Just happy to have you guys back on air. And again, this one's from Chase B. Glad to see you guys back on the ticket. Which barn are you guys looking forward to visiting this season with Eastern Conference play opening up again? Go Stars. Uh, I am... Because we're not going to Youngstown, and uh, I can't wait to go to Youngstown because I'm from Youngstown. I've coached the Phantoms. My whole family's there, but we're not going there this year. The barn I'm excited to go to this year is Green Bay. Green Bay. I am, I'm excited to go to Green Bay. The Rush Center is awesome. Green Bay is such a cool town. Uh, I really like Mike Leone, their head coach there, and, and so uh, I'm excited to be there. I've, I've been in Muskegon's barn. I'm looking forward to playing the national team. We play the 17 team and the 18 team. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting the opportunity. Crazy that, you know, Cedar Rapids and Dubuque are closer than Fargo is, and we've not played them once in the last two years. So cool to be able to play them, but, uh, you know, really excited to go to Green Bay. I've heard great stuff about Cedar Rapids Arena, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm with you about the, the U-17s and the U-18s, Team USA. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, obviously, there's enough talent right there that speaks for itself. The way Cole Eiserman has started this season, for sure. It's going to be fun to go up against them and try to shut that guy down. So I would say those two spots would be would be my preferred. 
Is, any, is that what we had there? Yeah, oh, perfect. So, man, we appreciate everyone texting in. If you have more questions, again, text us on the Starter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, more to come here on Outside the Box, chatting Lincoln Stars Hockey on 93.7 The Ticket.